It's NFL playoff action, so make your winning move today and bet at my bookie. Use promo code GATERS and claim your deposit match. Redeemable up to $1,000. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on social media at GatorDave underscore SEC. Coming at you with a with a bit of a different commitment right here. DeAndre Robinson gets out of his letter of intent to Texas a couple days ago and is now, and probably the way it should have been to begin with, a Florida Gator in-state talent coming to Gainesville for this class of 2024. A little bit. Different path this time, but DeAndre Robinson ends up a Gator anyway. Big-time pickup right there along the defensive line for the Gators. We'll get into it. We'll take a look at some of his highlights, where he's ranked, what he brings to the table uh, as a player. So really like this pickup. Uh, as I said, not the traditional way uh, of getting one, but look, this new age of college football with coaches moving and transfer portal. It's not really a transfer portal. Get He got out of his letter of intent. So this is just a normal high school 2024 pickup. Just a little bit different path, but happened because of a coaching change at uh, Texas. So we'll get into it right here on this episode of Gators Breakdown. A lot to get into right here uh, on this uh, commitment right here. So like, subscribe. Another video right here this week right here on Gators Breakdown. Of course, it's free- Recruiting, and no, no matter uh, how, it's whether it be transfer portal, whether it be traditional high school, all the storylines surrounding where this player is going, where that player is going, we got you right here covered on Gators Breakdown. So like, subscribe, subscribe right here on YouTube, subscribe to your favorite podcast platform if you want that version uh, of it. And if you want an even more customized version of it, Gators Breakdown Plus. Link is in the description to join. You get an ad-free episode of Gators Breakdown there for the audio version Chats right there on the Discord, the Discord chat going back and forth uh, as well. If you want to share your thoughts with other Gator fans, right there's a good place to do it. Link is in the description to join Gators Breakdown Plus. And once again, this episode is also brought to you by my bookie. But cashing your wallet this NFL playoff season with my bookie. My bookie has the biggest online selection of odds and contests to fill. All your sports betting needs anytime, anywhere, so you can turn all that sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Take advantage of the NFL playoffs. Bet on all of that or play for a share of big cash prizes in weekly blackjack tournaments. If you've been waiting for the right time to get in on the action, that time is now. Make your winning move today. Sign up at MyBookie. Use promo code GATERS and claim your deposit match redeemable up to $1,000. One more time, that is promo code GATERS to claim your bonus. Experience the thrill of sports betting right from the comfort of your home. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, Gator Nation, let's go. We got to commit, and that is DeAndre Robinson, of course. Released from that Texas letter of intent. He signed with Texas back on the early signing day, but he gets out of it. Coaching change has said in the past that Florida's his dream school. Well, he ended up going to Texas, but it works out anyway. Texas won out that initial recruitment. Despite Florida's efforts all the way up until early signing day, Robinson remained part of that Longhorns class. 
but did decide to leave, and that likely stems from defensive line coach Bo Davis leaving for leaving Texas for LSU. Now I've seen it listed six foot two, three hundred ten pound, or six foot four, three hundred fifteen pounds. I've seen both those listed, but as you can see right here, a four star on both of the major services, the twenty four seven Sports Composite, and the On Three Industry Rankings. 24-7 Sports Composite has him as the 252nd player overall in the 34th-ranked defensive lineman. The own three industry has him as the 273rd overall in 28th defensive lineman. So about a top 250-ish player here in DeAndre Robinson. I mean, look, the size, whether it be 6'2", 310, or 6'4", 315, I mean, that, that you don't get many high school players that size, of course, and a unique a hot commodity uh, this recruiting cycle. I mean, you had major programs. I mean, he was going to a playoff team in Texas. Ends up major program at Florida. You know, from Orlando, I mean, he's functional, <clears throat> a functional athlete up front. Had a big junior season. We'll get into that in just a second. You know, stuffing run lanes, making things difficult for interior offensive linemen all across the Central Florida area. Stat machine. As you see right here at the high school level, along the defensive line here, 79 total tackles, 10 sacks, 19 tackles for a loss as a senior. As I mentioned, that junior year, he blew up as well. 89 total tackles as a junior, 18 tackles for loss with nine sacks in 2022. So let's take a look at some highlights while we kind of go over type of player Florida's getting here. And if you look at these huddle highlights, you can certainly observe and see that Robinson, a keen awareness for the game. Mobility, I'm telling you, is impressive for a defensive tackle. Uh, and he moves along the defensive line as well. Not just a defensive tackle, but he'll move outside some too, but hand in the dirt, motor. I mean, tracks down plays, maintains his position, and moves laterally, engages with the offensive lineman, forcing them back, shedding blocks, and will lay the wood when he gets to the ball carrier. His burst off the line, certainly commendable. Uh, spin move <laughs> at his size, where he'll take advantage of it. Um, you know, that's you know, to kind of keep up with mobile quarterbacks. Ultimately, beats double teams for sacks, as you'll see here in the highlights. His patience is what really stands out. Uh, he, he remains in his running lane. He does his job. Puts, him in position, puts himself in position to make the play. And for the first few plays, it becomes evident that he has the ability, the agility to get off blocks. Um, and that patience paid dividends and play recognition. It, and to me, of course, illustrating coachability and preparation uh, during the week uh, of games. Uh, certainly, that's what I take from, hey, doing your job. Uh, that comes in being coachable. That's what coaches want you to do. You, know, you don't have to be the hero. Every play, a lot of those defensive linemen slash defensive tackles job is to do your job and you can make the play if it comes to you. When you're this dominant at the high school level, you can make the plays. But when you do your job, you allow other people to make the plays as well. But what I think I appreciate the most and what I see from the huddle highlights is his knack for just tracking down the plays behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, there are times when his role is to stuff. <laughs> the, the run lane. There are times when he pursues the tackle and get that tackle for a loss. 
He shows the ability to do both. Um, he can line up outside and still manage to get to a running back, running wide. Uh, and as you continue to watch the highlights, you'll see a pattern of a player who can disengage from blocks, make the tackle, which you know you'd expect from getting somebody at this level. Not just passively waiting for the play to come to him, he's proactively seeking to make the play himself or enable his teammates to make the play. After he, in a lot of cases, initially disrupts it. So I like what you see here from a you know bigger defensive lineman, defensive tackle role. A couple screen passes where he, you know, adjusts what he needs to do, ends up being the one making the play by showing patience or getting in the lane and being aggressive. Like he, it's like he can flip the switch. If he needs to be patient, he'll be patient. If he needs to be aggressive, he can be aggressive. And so to me, it gives a great understanding of the game. Nice first steps, never gives up on plays. Being able to flip the switch when needed. Great package, although he may not always win at the snap. It's like he's always trying to find a way to stay in the play. So I think, you know, it can be versatile uh, along the defensive front, not strictly... I'm not sure strictly nose tackle. Maybe maybe we'll see when, when he gets here to, to, to Florida, but has that strong movement skills, athleticism um, as a nose tackle at the high school level. Uh, there's room for improvement. You know, that first step quickness and consistency can probably raise a bit. A little older in the cycle, so maybe hopefully not reaching his physical limitations or athletic potential. We'll see what happens You know, when he gets into a college strength and conditioning program, but... Certainly a high floor here. I don't know how high the ceiling is, but the floor is absolutely high with DeAndre Robinson. So getting college, get that strength and conditioning, hopefully continue to see what we see here when we watch some of these highlights. But uh, I'm impressed. I, I, I like just his tenacity, not giving up on plays. Certainly, certainly a player I think will be a big benefit for Florida up front. Uh, Austin Armstrong, of course, was a new DC a year ago, so he had to create that relationship with Robinson, build a strong bond with Robinson in kind of the short time that he was, you know, getting uh, to campus at Florida. Sean Spencer had the best relationship with Robinson, of course, would be his likely position coach when this recruitment first started happening. Of course, Sean Spencer now at uh, Texas A&M, but um, speaking of Armstrong, Robinson did say earlier, you know, a few months ago, they're saying I can play all around on the defensive line. I can move and everything. So that's a big thing. No, I can play everywhere on the defensive line at Florida. They said I can attack the ball. I got size and I'm a pass and run guy. So that's why, you know, I don't necessarily see strictly nose tackle here uh, for, for, for Robinson. So had that very strong relationship with Sean Spencer, but Florida able to overcome that. Uh, and quickly, Florida's new defensive line coach, Gerald Chapman, able to create somewhat of a relationship here with Robinson, but also it's a relationship that dates back to Chapman's time at LSU. So not a completely new relationship here, but being able to take advantage of the, because not, ne- not a necessarily main recruiter, Chapman there at LSU and here here with Robinson, but he was familiar with Chapman, got to know each other a bit better. We'll get to know each other a bit better, uh, but Chapman doing some work here uh, along the defensive line here for the Gators class of 2025 we've already seen, and one more right here with Robinson to add to the 2024 class. 
So join the defensive front that consists of, in this 2024 class, LJ McCray, Juco Brian Taylor, and Makai Burrow. So this was one, you know, we followed Florida's defensive line storylines for this 2024 class and a lot of the decommitments and flips that came away from Florida in this. But now you add one more to the fold and one, you know, as I said, I'd have been completely happy with just to, uh, originally uh, and glad Florida was able to circle back around and get this one in here. So McCray, Taylor, Burrow, and, you know, add to the likes of Kelby Collins, Cam James, TJ Searcy, Gavin Hill from the class before and of course, speaking of that class before, this can help make up for the loss of Will Norman, uh, who already transferred out of the program after just one season here. So certainly looking for other ways to fill that void uh, that was just left on the roster not long ago. And you do so here with DeAndre Robinson. So uh, another reason why I think this is important pickup up front for the Gators. So now going to the rankings, what does this do for Florida um, this late in the cycle, not a whole lot, unless you're getting some high-level five-star. You're not going to really move up in the rankings that much. Florida will jump up one spot. They will pass Michigan on the 24-7 sports composite. Uh, so now Florida is up to 15th right there on the 24-7 sports composite rankings. And the class now consists of two five-stars, nine four-stars, and seven three-stars. Of course, not quite where it needs to be but getting better today. But if you go look at the rankings still behind the likes of teams that you will play in the next couple of years, Georgia, Bama, Texas, Miami, Auburn, LSU, Oklahoma, Florida State, Tennessee, all those teams still ranked in front of Florida in this 2024 class as far as high school rankings go. But Florida's transfer portal rankings aren't, you know, I think in the 30s right now too. So even if you combine the two, not likely to pass any these schools right here combined. So, Certainly a big-time addition today for the Gators. Hopefully one that pays dividends here. And talking about recruiting rankings and roster construction, you know, we'll see. We still need a whole lot more data of where this goes overall, big-picture look, because of the ways rosters are changing <laughs> right now. Uh, so um, still think, and this staff thinks, and we've heard Billy Napier speak about it, you know, still the foundation of the team is through high school recruiting. Still, most of your roster is going to be on your high school recruiting classes, unless there's a coaching change. Um, so it's where it stands right now. Florida 15th on the 24-7 sports composite behind many, many opponents and SEC teams there. So like to pick up here of Robinson, certainly think he can pay dividends uh, right away. Probably won't be asked to. Probably shouldn't be asked to. So, as I say a whole lot, if you see him on the field a lot this spring, I think there's a good chance he went out there and earned it, and it's not a, we don't have anybody else to turn to. we got to go just throw him out there. Now, of course, that's not accounting for injuries or anything like that. But if everything is ideal, you let him get his feet wet in four games this fall, probably red shirts. But if you see him out there making a lot of plays, if you see him out there with a high snap count, I think that means he went out there and earned it. So, all right, there we go. Good pickup here for the Gators in the end. Like it, like it. The kid I want, I mean, the film, to me, speaks for itself. This is a kid I wanted <laughs> the, the whole time. I don't care if he's ranked 250-ish or whatever. I like what I see and I think he can be a player 
here at University of Florida. Be to, to me, net positive. Net positive right here. All right, before we go, you want to help the Gators win? Want a better game day experience? Well, just like when you pack the swamp, your unwavering support through Florida Victorious empowers the Gators to be their best. You can join today. You got events coming up in the spring with the football team like they always do, so make sure you get in on that action. The content coming up with all the new Florida Victorious signees. You see all the tweets going on out there, so a lot more content, a lot more events focused on the football team coming up this spring. So join today and be the difference in making the orange and blue victorious. Go to floridavictorious.com to join. Also, and save 20% on your first month using promo code GatorsBD. All right, that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on social media at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown.